Hustle Nation. Well, Happy New Year. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. We're back. Um, Man, it's been a long three weeks. It's been long, long. It's been a long day. We're back. <laughs> um, I'm happy to be back. You are back. I mean, I'm back in the U.S. too. So you literally come back to a winter storm. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible, guys. I you literally I, go from summer to now and to winter. It, and we're talking like it was extreme summer too. It was like 80, 85 degrees. I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot here because we like get into the 90s, 100s. Right, but right. Over there, it's uh, for any of you that have lived on the East Coast, it's like being on the coast, but like hot, humid. But it was like really nice. You go from a sitting poolside for Christmas, and now you get nice snow in the front yard here. Not, not only snow, but now we're gonna. It's like polar <sighs> cold now. Uh huh. It's like super cold. Yeah, it's miserable. It, Anyways, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah, it, it's good. It was kind of a sad. I was like, oh, Alan's gone. I'm like. And you know what was the hardest is that we couldn't really like talk a lot because so there's kind of a time change. Time change, and it was hard for me to get used to your the time change with your work schedule. It was, like, it was really hard to talk. So, anyways, we're back, 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 back to normal, back to reality. <laughs> I was gonna go into Eminem mode there. Yeah, oh, back to reality. <laughs> oh, there goes. Uh, anyways, I'm not really good at that. Yeah, there's a lot been a lot going on. We have a lot to break down from we finally got the schedule released the schedule is out like well let's get we're gonna talk like three weeks worth of news yeah yeah we have three weeks worth of news to catch everybody up on like i said we got schedule uh-huh huge huge news and everything with schedule we have some rsl players that departed us sadly Where? which as expected we we saw all those coming but we got coaches we we, we did get coaches yesterday coaches and then we got more stuff in between, but a lot to break down in this fun episode with everybody being back. Um, well, let's start off with this. I need to tell you... Story time. Story time. Um, I just need to tell you my trip was fun. I'm so, um, so jealous. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't want to get into the, the nitty gritties of my trip. I do want to talk about some observations that I made, though. Okay. Um, because if you... if those who don't know, I went to Argentina to go spend the holidays with the family. Mm -hmm. And so you, you left them there, right? <laughs> they, they are still over there spending time with family. It's, it's like home alone with Kevin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, because I, 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 someone's got to, got to work here. Yeah, I, yeah. If it was me, I'd live on vacation forever. <laughs> but, uh, um, some things that, that I noticed, um, while being not only outside of the United States, but, um, in a Latin American country, which uh, has a deep roots in soccer. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get pretty deep into this real, real quick. <laughs> um, sorry if, if this doesn't sound like a cool preface, but I just need to get this off my chest. So as I'm sitting at the in-laws house, I mean, what's, what's a better thing to do at the in-laws house than to not be inside their house? <laughs> so um, as I'm outside, uh, just enjoying the warm weather. Yeah. Um, I see kids playing. Yeah, as as you would down down there. As you'd see anywhere in any neighborhood in the <laughs> summer, kids are playing outside. But they weren't throwing water balloons. <laughs> Sad. They weren't playing tag. I mean, what do you think they were doing? Definitely playing some football. Of course. They they played soccer. Um my my kid, quick story. Um <laughs> We wouldn't let him go out very much because of uh, stranger danger. <laughs> so, um, but uh, there were kids his age. My my son is five six, turning six. Can you believe that? I was like five six. So I was like he wishes he was five six six. He's tall. only going to be about five six tall with how tall I am and how tall my wife is. <laughs> we're all runs. He's going to be like your height. That's tall in my book. <laughs> I feel tall. I feel tall. Um, so he's a five, six years old, and uh, he really wanted to play with these boys. Um, these boys are were roughly about his same age, maybe seven, eight years old. Yeah. Um, but they had ball skills like you wouldn't believe. Mm -hmm. um, I sent you yeah, videos. We, we were FaceTiming one day. I think it was like a couple. I think it was probably a couple days after Christmas. We were FaceTiming, mm -hmm. and you guys were at a park, and I was like, "Wow, those kids are good dribbling." Yeah. So these these kids were. Um, or, I mean, their their ball handling skills was amazing, which makes me think 
here in here in the U.S. and I guess I can only speak to Utah because that's where we live. Yeah, but you don't see a lot of these things like street soccer or street development of soccer going on. No, it's mostly I'd say mostly just basketball. People going to the park playing pickup basketball or in their front yard. That's about it. No, nobody just going out to the street be like, hey, let's go play some soccer. Nothing like that here. Yeah, and so uh, we we rely a lot on the clubs academies here yeah and by the time the kids get to a club or an academy that is developed enough to help develop them they're way past that that primal age of uh, i think between six seven eight years old yeah. of when we can develop them definitely um and so just within the, the very little time that my son's been there my son has has developed stuff that i didn't practice with him here i didn't just stuff that you have to figure out when you're over there. Oh, yeah. He is going to be a whole nother level of these six-year-olds when he gets back. I hope so. Yeah. Here I am. I'm like preaching my son's going to be messy now. <laughs> but, but no, there, there's a huge difference. I mean, no, definitely. and so that's why we, um, we tried to uh, support a lot of what, like what Kaye does, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they have these street courts, right? Yeah. And so, it, it's a teaching kids at a young age so that you don't have to, have to be like on a certain team. You can just be go play at a, at a park, just on a street court, which is, which is awesome. That's how it should be. Right. And, and so well, without going too much into detail that I think that's why I think U S soccer is behind yeah. culturally. Um, soccer is not ingrained in us still. We are still, we, we kind of, impose soccer it just seems like in the u.s they make it so you have to pay all this money three thousand plus dollars every single year for these camps these tournaments all these things whereas everywhere else in the u.s it's kind of free yeah so uh, yeah we say free i mean the, outside the u.s you still have to pay to get yeah, into yeah, yeah. places yeah, but yeah. uh um over over uh, i can only speak for argentina i can't speak for any other country but in argentina <laughs> it because soccer is so culturally rooted there um kids just naturally just go out and play mm -hmm. soccer is just a natural activity yeah and so that's why you see um when when we mention top countries for soccer i mean who do we mention i mean we can obviously argentina but who else can we mention is naturally soccer brazil brazil mexico uh-huh i wouldn't say mexico as much only because they they have a lot of ties with the u.s yeah uh, because of how close we yeah. are proximity definitely but Brazil, Argentina, you have African countries mm -hmm. that play street soccer. Um, a lot of uh, European countries, uh, yeah. the, the kids play. Central America, Guatemala. So the, the soccer is rooted. Yeah. So anyways, that's my little <laughs> my little story. I, I did enjoy my trip though. Oh, so jealous seeing all the, the asados you're eating every day. Oh my gosh. So, so <laughs> jealous. Um, you, you, we'll have to have Alan post some of his pictures that... The food that he was eating, oh my gosh. The matis, the, the milanesas, oh my goodness. And all of it, all of it. It was all good. Oh, so, my. And you didn't give 10 pounds? No, because I did a <laughs> lot of walking. Because that's what also, if we're going to get into a cultural uh, conversation, that was another thing. Uh, where I was, there was a lot of walking and biking around. Yeah. So, so it, it definitely helps. Or you would become back like a, a major Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I would not be good. I would not be in a good, good state. Yeah. But there's a lot of RSL stuff that we need to go over. Yeah, yeah. We, we could talk about Argentina all day. We could. but uh, And I have already talked a lot. So lead us into all this RSL news. Yeah. So it was a couple days. I think it was a couple days after you left, we got the schedule released. And we talked about in the last episode right before you left that there was a slim chance that RSL be, could be playing Inter-Miami and Messi. And you know what's happening? We get Messi and Inter-Miami. Very first game of the season on a Wednesday to kick off MLS season. I want to, do you remember what percentage you said? <laughs> I think you said, there's like a, I said, there's a 25% chance. Five, 25, but what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like where, where, am I, where am I grabbing this percentage at? But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm pumped. This is exciting. And the fact that we get the very first game of the season to kick off the whole MLS season is very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, how long has Miami been around? They've been around for a four? Yeah, four seasons. I, I, I did my research after, <laughs> after last episode. This is fourth. <laughs> Excellent. That's nice. See, don't don't doubt me. Don't don't doubt your eldest. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so with us playing Miami, um, there's something I want to talk about before the Miami game. Yeah, we 
I also have our the preseason was announced. So we do not, not to get ahead of ourselves, but yes, preseason was announced. We kind of yeah, need to go so over that before. RSL is going to Portugal. Portugal. We get to play three games. I haven't done my. I haven't really checked it, who the teams are, what division, but the fact that we're going international is very cool. I can't remember the last time. I know RSL has done it before, but I can't remember what year it was. I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to confirm or deny Yeah, but <laughs> I can't it, remember either. It, it's just kind of cool getting, going international, seeing how a different country plays football. Um, it's a lot less games than what Inter Miami has to do <laughs> compared, uh, compared to their seven games going into <laughs> several different countries and different time zones. That's going to be a doozy for them. So, it, but looking at the preseason schedule, um, and again, just looking at just looking at it, yeah, it does. They don't look like all Portuguese teams. So it looks like there's a some from outside of Portugal. Like, from the names, it looks like it could be like the Netherlands. It could be like some Eastern European team. Probably, probably. But it's it's what, what's it called? The Atlantic Cup, right? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah. So the Atlantic Cup. This is going to be cool. Yeah. And of course, with it being in, in Portugal, you got six a.m. game, six a.m. game, a twelve p.m. So it's got to wake up a little early to watch some RSL soccer, but it's gonna be worth it. Hopefully, that it's streamed. They haven't announced. Cross your fingers. Did they? No, they haven't announced that. Preseason games in the past haven't really been streamed, so I kind of doubt that it will be. I hope. Hey, RSL Communications, can you uh, stream that stuff? Yeah. So Trey, if you're watching, we'd, <laughs> we'd like to watch some RSL in Portugal at 6 a.m. So please. Um. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's really exciting. One that we have actually an actual preseason and in and on top of that, international preseason. Yeah. So my guess, it usually happens with every preseason, whether it's in Arizona, whether it's here. It'll be a lot of the monarchs, be a lot of the academy players, just so. They can get their feet wet to see who actually is going to make first team. Though, I actually don't like that. You don't like that? I don't like that that idea that you just mentioned. You'd I, rather just be solely first team, first team only? Yes. I need first team to be gelled. What about those players that we picked up in the MLS draft? You wouldn't want some of those? They, if we need to, I guess maybe uh, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. If we don't sign anyone else, yes, I need to see those draft picks mesh inside the, the first team. Yeah, so that's why preseason is so important. Um, but again, I don't think playing monarchs players and um, academy players would do us any good at all. I mean, what's the point of preseason? Is to get your first team ready. I mean, why do why do international teams do friendlies <laughs> to get their first team ready to play against a real competition? I just remember that I think the past couple of years when they have done the preseason in Arizona, they always do like one team first half another team second half it's like right i mean you can have two first teams yeah yeah i mean that's why you have a bench yeah <laughs> so i'm not opposed to that i'm opposed to playing the reserves the like super reserves so, that's true that's true but like you said we don't have as much preseason as <laughs> miami they gotta go guatemala they gotta go here in the u.s el salvador i thought el salvador well, that's right something like that um, obviously in Saudi Arabia to play Ronaldo, but that's just going to suck for them. Seven different friendly uh, preseason games, different time zones, traveling so much. So that's going to be wear and tear on the players. So hopefully no injuries. Cross your fingers. <laughs> hopefully no. We, we don't want the their, their important players to get injured because, well, we go in to see Messi and Miami. Slap hands. Slap hands. So... That's going to be exciting. We will be there very first game of the season to, to witness the GOAT, the greatest, mi papa. So. <laughs> I don't know how to, uh, how, do, how do I react to that? Dad sitting downstairs, that's your papa. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, anywho. Um, I guess that's, that's really important to mention that there is a, a risk that Miami could come exhausted. Yeah, from so many preseason games and so much travel, and it could also be uh, Suarez's debut. Mm, can you imagine? I mean, all of us already know Messi, Suarez, Busquets, Alba in that starting lineup. You, you forgot Javi. <laughs> I'm Javi's gonna be there. I, I was gonna say I don't. I didn't have to go to Barcelona. I never went to Barcelona. <laughs> I didn't have to go to Barcelona to go see all four of those players. You just have to go to Miami. Ching. Um. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be really exciting. We, we will be there first game of the season. So other RSL fans, you're going to be there. Find us. And we'd love to hang out with you guys. Tailgate. If, if we can. If we can. I mean, how do, how do you 
How do you do a visiting tailgate? I don't know. We've never been to a visiting. You've been to a visiting tailgate. We'll we'll figure it out when when, when time gets closer. When teach all, us guys. When all that. So yeah, first game of the season against Miami on a Wednesday. So odd. And then a few days later, that Saturday, we go to St. Louis. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the first couple of games of of the season because this is not cool. So we, we've talked about this via FaceTime and texting while you've been in Argentina. The first three games. Absolutely a gauntlet. It's like oh, MLS scheduling. They must hate RSL they're, because they're like, if you want to play Miami, guess what? You're going to have to play against former former MLS <laughs> champions and and supporter league champions. Yeah, so we got oh no, almost supporter league champions. We got we got mini Barcelona first game of the season. Uh huh. We go travel to St. Louis, who won supporter shield. Oh no, they didn't win supporter shield. The, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We got, but they're best in the West. Best in the West. That's what I mean. And then we have. First home game of the season against LAFC, who went to the MLS Cup. It's like, come on. This is a gauntlet. And then on top of that, the fourth game is against Colorado. And we'll just talk talk real quick about Colorado's offseason so far. Again, getting Zach Steffen. Uh-huh. And then they just got Mahalovic. Uh-huh. Their their biggest signing in three million dollars. And I think I think there's another signing also that was like pretty big for them, but it's not as big as those two. But Colorado all of a sudden is having an offseason of their lives. Yeah, it's like, where, where did this come from? You go from worst team in the MLS to now just spending $3 million on Mahalovic. It's like, wow. <laughs> my, my first thing was, wait, they were like one of the worst, if not the worst team in the, in the league last year. And all of a sudden, they're getting really good players. I'm like, they didn't do this for the draft. Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't do this to try to get the best pick. I don't know what they were doing the past couple of years, but yeah, all of a sudden now they got really good players. Yeah, yeah. So terrible first three games of to start off the year. But on the plus side, wait a second, we play St. Louis twice in the first month. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, the scheduling hates us, hates us, hates us. What is this? But I think the most, the, the coolest thing of all, we get the MLS Cup champions coming to. To America first field. Along with that, if he's still around, we get Alba coming to Alba. No, yeah, yeah, Almada. Sorry, Almada. There we are. <laughs> yeah, we got Almada, and we get the MLS Cup champions coming to America first field this year. Huh. Interesting. This is going to be a very interesting year. Yeah. Right. Right. But what makes it more interesting is that we're missing players. <sighs> yeah, because but, we got Copa America. No. The players that we just got oh, rid of. We got too many. We got rid of too many players. Let's get in, let's get into that. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys aren't up to date, we just got rid of I guess four players total. If you if you want to include Musovski, so we just got rid of obviously Savarino, Krylock, Rubin, and then Musovski. So let's go over each one. This is gonna be this is rough. <sighs> so let's go let's go with the well Danny. I don't even want to talk about. Yeah, that that that, that ship sails. You, you you miss a PK, you're 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 done for. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, if uh, Danny just brought on a lot of issues that they weren't worth yeah. our time. Let's start with a uh, Krylock. It's a good place to start. It was the first one. He was, he was the first one. Yeah, the man has a, a corner in our stadium. Krylock's corner. <sighs> I'm gonna miss him. Corner with a K. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna miss his karate kick. We, we saw it once. But that was iconic. It was against LAFC in a playoff you game. Can't, you can't say you miss it if it was just once. But still, it, we beat LAFC in that series with that. It's a good memory. It was a good memory. Um, but here's my thing. Um, I was actually thinking we were going to sign him to a year deal. Like, I thought we were going to. I know his, his, his option was, was declined. Yeah. But I thought we were going to downgrade his, his contract. But apparently, um, it, there was no agreement made. Yeah. And and so Krylock left it, which I think I'm going to say it hurts us. I, I in, think not, in, not only on the not, not the field part. In what way? Leadership, leadership example. Um, he was a, a good motivator of players. Yeah, because you look at who else we have as like that good leader motivator. Silva. That's about it. McMath. Well, do you know who who sprang up towards the end was Chicho. He was a great yeah um, yeah I I could see that so 
Chicho is a great leader and is a great uh, inspirer of uh, a motivator. Yeah, wanting to work harder to to accomplish what you need to. So. Well, I mean, not just individually, but as a can't remember what game it was. Shoot, where uh, well, I think it might have been the Houston game, the the one at home, where he started like getting people like, "Come on, we can do this," and mm -hmm. you could tell he he got he got a knock, but he was still trying to like motivate yeah, he, everyone. He had that drive to to want to to get it done. So. Um, that's what we're going to miss from, from Demir. Yeah. So, of course, going to Vancouver. So that's back-to-back -back years where an RSL player going to Vancouver. So, and Oh, yeah, that's true. In fact, the Vancouver fans were mentioning it, too. They're like, we hope that this guy isn't like a, a flop like Cordova. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you guys fell for the trap. Yeah, so March 23rd, we get to, to go to Vancouver. When do we get them back? Uh, so oh, I think it's, I want to say it's decision day. Decision day? We have to wait all the way until... Yeah, we have to wait all the way till decision day. But don't we play them in between? I like, we play Western Conference player uh, teams twice, no, don't I we? I think it's uh, decision day. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Kralak doesn't come back to America first field until the very last game of the season on decision day. Hmm. Interesting. I, I mean, that's barring that he's still playing, he's still healthy. Because remember, he's he's thirty four years old. Which which one, guys? I mentioned I mentioned this halfway through the season. I said Krylock's not an on field player. And you right look now. at the players that Vancouver has. They had like two goal scorers who had like ten plus goals. Uh huh. Krylock isn't gonna come. He's gonna he's gonna start. He's gonna come off the bench for that. Do you know who they, they're saying that he's like a center midfielder? That's how that's how they were treating him as. Yeah, I think that's what I read on, on one of the Vancouver fans, and I was like, hmm. and we didn't use him like that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't because Vancouver is still a very good team. They have good players, but I don't see him starting for them. He's going to come off the bench once again. I so. mean, thirty-four years old. Uh, well, turning thirty-five <laughs> this year. Yeah, he's a he's a bench guy. Well, tell that to Nicoladero <laughs> in or Orlando, bro. I to be honest, I'm not. I'm not a fan of signing old players, and especially like like Nico Loredo, like he can still contribute, yeah. but he's old. He's old. He's, he's not going to last 70, 80 minutes that you need a, a, your midfielder to last. So, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but sad, sad in a way to see see Krylak go. Like, it would love to, I'd love to see that that leadership in the locker room and just somebody to just get everybody together, get everybody excited. But we don't have that anymore. I mean, it's not we don't have it anymore. We don't have his style of it. But before we move on to the other two other players, Rubin and, and Saba, with Krylak being like the head captain of our team, who do you think takes that, that spot? Oh, we're going to get into this conversation already. All right, let's Because, think. yes, we had Glad and Silva be like temporary captains when Krylak wasn't playing or whatever. But who's going to be like our permanent captain captain? Um, it, captains are voted by the team. Yeah. And I think the team is going to vote Chicho. You think Chicho? Yeah. You, you don't. You don't think that they would, may, I guess, go for somebody who is permanent speaking English per se. Chicho could speak English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking. Don't, don't don't be surprised. I was thinking maybe uh, Pablo Ruiz. Ooh, that's another one. Because um, obviously, I wouldn't think like a Luna because Luna's too young. Age has nothing to do with captaincy, but I don't think Luna has the the. It's not that he doesn't have the quality of leadership. He can. Yeah. But I think he still has a lot to learn and, and to make a, his presence known. Yeah. But I think, I think you have two good options right there in Pablo Ruiz and in um, Chicho. Like if, another one, maybe Zach McMath? Nah. No. Now, here's, here's the thing. I need, for me, my style of captaincy, I need someone to be like spicy. I need someone to have that temper where they, they'll get mad <laughs> when they need to get mad. Yeah. Which... That's where where Pablo and, and Chicho ride the line a lot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they go a little overboard. I, I saw Chicho a couple of times last year where he would just complain, 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 and he got a yellow card for dissent. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, another, one. Uh, another one. Yep. But, I mean, that's what Kyle got a lot too. Way too many. Way too many. <laughs> but, but that's what we liked about Kyle. He was, right? he was feisty. He was feisty. Feisty. So I need a captain that can lead, but I need one that's feisty to stand See, like. Brian Vera is that way, but he is way too feisty. We saw that in in the Houston series where he got a, a red card and sent off, but I don't think he'd be able to control his temper to be able to help. I don't know if that's feisty. I think that's aggressive. 
there's a difference. Feisty is attitude, aggressive as a as a style of play. Yeah. I think he's aggressive. I don't think he's feisty in attitude. He yeah. he won't he won't backmouth. He won't have a conversation. He just you know when when he fouls hard, yeah, he walks away. Yeah. So I wouldn't consider Vera. No, but th- those are some good candidates. There's, there's like some others that I have in mind, but I don't think they're vocal enough to be able to orchestrate. Okay. Like maybe like a Oviedo. He's he's diplomatic. So he's he he'll be able to to talk his way through and explain, but he doesn't. He's not feisty. Because I I like him for the fact that he has he's has his age like Silva, uh-huh. and he has his experience. So maybe he could be able to orchestrate. By the way, I really love Oviedo. I'm glad. That, I, I'm, I'm glad that we re-signed him. I. I like how he plays. I like how he's diplomatic. And even though I don't like it a lot, I like how he's that, that friendly guy who'll just roll you <laughs> over and then like high five you like, nice like, job, good fight. Like you, you could have better. Like, come on. <laughs> but Oviedo I like. Yeah, well, overall, I like the fact maybe Chicho you know, and maybe Pablo. So if it comes down to those two, yes. Yeah, I, and I think it will be because of how the attitude of, of the team is right now. Um, I think we're looking for people that can stand up for each other. Yeah, yeah. So, um, speaking of big players that also left. Don't get me started. Oh, man. Say it. Sava on his way to Brazil. And I'm going to butcher the name. It's uh, Botafogo. 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 No Sava Portuguese. No follow Portuguese. No follow Portuguese. There you go. (laughs) So, Um, he is on his way back to Brazil. He literally came here for a season. Now, back to Brazil. Look, there's a lot of controversy around Sava. Um, Is it same club or a different club? Different club. He... First time, we uh, sent him over to Atletico Mineiro. Mineiro, and now he came back to us, and now he's going to Bota, uh, Botafogo. 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 There you go. <laughs> um, and it's kind of confusing, uh, not name-wise, it's kind of confusing because both teams have the same colors, black and white. They, they, they couldn't think of anything else? Like, <laughs> would they run out of something else? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Atletico Mineiro is also is black and white. And Botafogo is also black and white. They're very original. Their cl- their colors in Brazil. Very original, <laughs> actually. But they're the only two clubs I that I can think of off the top of my head that are black and white. Everyone else has color. Oh, I think think of like clubs in general in Brazil. Is like there's plenty of clubs in Brazil. <laughs> 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 yes, there are. Um, but uh, Botafogo is a, a first division team. Uh, the, they do very well. In fact, uh, flip. I I think I forgot. I think they made a, a long run in the Sudamericana. Um, they they have a, a good team. And right now, there's a lot of news with Botafogo because uh, they're buying a lot of really good young players. Yeah. Um, but Brazil is like the place to go in South America. Why? Well, you know why? Location, location. No. Money. 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 It all comes down to money and then location for, for players. Like, um, people were saying that Sava probably made this move to get himself prepped for Copa America. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think so? What, why? Um, here's where we're going to get probably into some controversy. I think um, he had a an off year with Real Salt Lake because of how he was managed, um, how he was managed by the coaches. I don't think he he jived well with the with, coaching staff. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether his personality, whether his, his style of play. But there was just something that was not matching. You could, I could feel it from the beginning of the season. I don't know about you. There were several games where a pass wouldn't go his way. He'd be barking and yelling at a certain player. And that's not the way I want a player to be going game after game. Actually, I'm actually going to be defending Sava here. You, you, you prefer a... I, I think that Pablo did not set Sava up for success. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the way the we talked about the formation all year last year, mm-hmm. I think the formation that we played did not suit Sava. When Sava was having success was when there was either certain players on the field or he was playing in a certain position. Okay. Um, and and it varied, so I can't give out like certain specific things. Like I can say if he if he was playing with Gomez and and Sava was on the left side that's when he had more success cuz you yeah. you know that he was going to cut in with the the outside of his right and nail a, a curler that's a majority of his goals absolutely um you could say that he did well when he was up top with Chicho Chicho and him up top yeah so there there's many situations that Sava had success that Pablo did not repeat a lot mm-hmm. um and so it's it's hard to see those kinds of things apart from he had personal 
um, issues outside of the team. Yeah, there's several games, away games, where he wouldn't travel with the team. He would just stay home, whether it would be family issues, whether it be Pablo wanted to arrest him for certain situations. I mean, I, I, I don't, I can't even say if, if the Pablo arresting situations, if that's even uh, was even a thing. But I know, yeah. I know that there was family issues that he was dealing with. But, but we, we kind of saw this actually going to be a real thing, like halfway through the season. Well, yeah, because there was a, a little threat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leaving. With him on his his post on Instagram. So, am I happy? Yes, I'm. I'm happy to see him where he's going to probably do better in Brazil, or hopefully, and then they prep him for Copa America. But this is going to this is going to be a downfall for RSL and in, in our attack. I mean, the majority of the people that we have sold or or sent off. All were goal scorers for us this past season. We're all offensive players. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it's it's rough to see it that way. We we struggle scoring goals, and we get rid of all of our our, our goal scorers. Yeah, and that's that's what's rough. I mean, it's, and then I guess I, we can segue into Rubin also yeah. also Which, left. We, this was a much needed trade for like the past couple seasons because he gets like the re-sign a couple years ago. Now he gets he was six figures like. Was it six hundred thousand? Yeah, six fifty. Six fifty, on his way to Mexico to with Querétaro. So he was already. I think he played previously in Liga MX. Um, trying to blank what team he was on, but I'm, I'm happy for him because he wasn't getting much playing time with RSL. So now he gets to go prove it in Liga MX with Querétaro. Do you think he's going to be a starter with Querétaro? No, <laughs> no. Um, I think so. You think so? With the, with the success that he's having with uh, Guatemala, yeah, he's scored several goals already with Guatemala this season. So maybe a couple of games here and there for Querétaro, but I don't see like all the time being a starter. No, uh, I don't. Maybe I, I, don't think, maybe I could be wrong because I I didn't think the same thing with Bofo Salcedo, and now he's doing well in Liga MX there. Well, he had he had success at the beginning, Bofo, and now he's kind of like there. But uh, I mean, who knows? He could have success. Yeah, I just don't know Querétaro enough to see if they have better offensive players. Yeah, but it does give us cap space now because because <sighs> now now that we mentioned the three that are gone, we had we had Krylak who was making I don't know one point something, but Sava a lot of cap, and then we have Rubin at six fifty. That's a lot of cap space that we can go out and go get a a very good DP player. Well, with with Krylak and and Sava gone, that frees up two DP spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus Rubin's spot, which is a is a mid mid salary player that we can grab. Yeah. So, and then plus Danny's gone. So we have four offensive players that uh, that are gone, yeah. and we need to find replacements for them. Yeah, we have about one month until preseason. So the the, the clock. Oh, no, no, no. Preseason starts the fifteenth. The thirteenth, actually. Thirteenth. <laughs> thirteenth. So, but we don't actually like have our games until. Like right. the first weekend, but in but we need we need players to start practicing together. Yeah, absolutely to get that camaraderie, so that they're comfortable with how each player plays. Um, and so the question begs: Who do we get? Who's the most important position that we need to fill in right now? I think obviously the striker because we can't have it can't just be the the Chicho and Luna show because obviously Luna was getting that spark towards the end of the season, but we need another another goal scorer because. We just have Gomez and and Anderson Julio. Those are the oh yeah, we still have Anderson Julio. We still have Anderson Julio, <laughs> the Energizer Bunny off the bench. Um, yeah, that's. I'm not sure because I'm not sure where we're gonna get them. That that's that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure where we're gonna get these players from because we there was we've only been uh, associated with one rumor, and that was the the San Jose player. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. No, but. He had the, he had a couple of good seasons here and there with San Jose, and then he was with Philadelphia. But I I, I don't see us wanting to get some somebody like that. If we want get somebody who, outside of MLS, get well, a get a legit goal scorer. Well, we we put out the poll. Um, how where you guys think that our next player was going to come from? Yeah. Um, the huge majority said South America. Yeah. We we see the number of Colombians that we picked up. <laughs> Someone mentioned uh, maybe a Colombia. <laughs> I'm like, not a bad option. Yeah, not good. a bad option. Well, well, we'll get into it in a second. There's a, a Colombian player who I'm like, maybe, but for, former RSL player. Well, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a second. <laughs> Here I'm like, I'm like, what are you? What are you? <laughs> stop winking at me. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so that's a lot of players gone. That's a lot of players gone. A lot of cap space to open up. But we, we, we saw the number of players that we picked up last season, so I'm not afraid that... I'm not scared that we're not going to go out in the market and go get somebody. It's just going to be who is actually going to fit. But did you, did you see... Uh, I don't know if you had took the time to look at transfer market to see who's even available. For M MLS or just in general? Just in general. Who's, who's free to get as of January 1st? There's nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody. There's like the 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 most expensive player I saw was like six million dollars and like some random player somewhere I forgot I already yeah. forgot where but like, I think there was there's like two left in the MLS there's Kellen Acosta still left in MLS and there's Kai Kai Wagner uh, Kai Wagner That's, like like those like I would take Kellen Acosta maybe no I wouldn't maybe for his ex experience I, in the midfield I can't take him because of, what did I just say <laughs> I can't take old people on my on my team yeah. I can't I mean and then. Kai Wagner would be a no-brainer. I, I, I would want Kai Wagner for, for RSL because we saw how well he did with Philly. Uh -huh. So That would be a good one. But the focus needs to be an attacking player. And you say striker, but I say attacking because striker, we... I mean, do you count Julio as a striker? Yeah, he's a striker. He's a striker. So Chicho's a striker. I mean, we need, we need more tens. So you, you look at our, our roster right now for forwards. We only have Chicho, Anderson, Edison, and Axel Kai. Axel Kai. Well, I, I guess if you want to count Gozo, is Gozo considered? Also, uh, what's his draft pick's name? Did we actually sign them? Do we actually? Do, I don't know about if we've actually signed contracts with these draft picks. I don't know entirely if we have or not. So, dun, but, dun, dun. but maybe we have. Maybe we haven't. Because. <laughs> um, because apparently everyone was, was making a huge fuss, a huge hype about um, the our first draft pick. Yeah, yeah, they were saying that oh he he's gonna make the first team. He's one of the best strikers. He's a he's a steal in the draft. Maybe he is. I I haven't seen any film from him. I have. Um, and did did he kind of come out as like a I guess quote unquote a, a unicorn as they call it in the in the NBA? Um, no, but he he seemed to be a player that it's always in the right place at the right time. So kind of like a like a Wondolowski. Yeah, no, I would well, maybe a Wondolowski, but <laughs> this was this was more. It, it seemed like a, um, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say Luis Gill. Like Luis Gill did good work, but I don't know. It seemed it seemed someone like that, like a, a Jordan Allen when Jordan Allen was here. With Jordan Allen had a really good first two years, and then he, uh, injuries happened. Uh, injuries, poor guy. He had a lot of potential, but. Um, but something like that, something where it was yeah. a young guy that, that could provide a spark. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody really from the MLS draft really, I've said before, really catches my eye unless they're like, wow, breathtaking. And like, they break records. Can I, can I make a confession? I'm almost getting tired of waiting for Tom's tweets. I'm getting so tired. Like, like every day on my, on, in the search bar, I have Real Salt Lake yeah. as one of my saved searches. So I go in and do uh, search Rouse Lake, and I go to latest to see if there's anything. I'm so tired of doing it now. So do you got your notifications on for Tom? <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got, yes, I have my notifications. Okay. Since the last episode, yes, I put my notifications on. <laughs> I, I, but, told, I told you to. <laughs> but it, it's just exhausting waiting for player news. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think we, we've had other announcements. Well, no, we haven't. We had... Well, we got the most important one. I got not, not most important. We got a, an important one yesterday that happened. Yeah, we, I mean, we got we got coaches. Let's do that. Let's let's talk about coaches because coaches are the first thing that the instructors that tell the players what needs to happen. <laughs> um, but this one comes with a, a lot of controversy because first off, it was controversial the the taking away of the three assistant coaches. So we got rid of Brett Jacobs, mm -hmm. uh, Matt Taylor, uh -huh. and then Nacho, Nacho who. Nacho was a, a very he was a, he was a good goalkeeping coach that yeah. helps Nick Romando and several of our other good goalkeepers. So we lost three, we gained four. <laughs> yeah, we did gain four. Um, but but let's let's go into the why this is controversial because someone someone commented is like why why are these new four? Why are they so hyped? Why are we so excited about these four? But if we go back to why the three were fired, mm -hmm. do you remember why they were fired? Re recap me. I will recap you. <laughs> um, 
the the idea was from the front office is that um, these three were not uh, enough support to for Pablo. They were they were yes men. You remember that? Me I, saying that? I do remember that. Yeah. So they were they were yes men where they're just saying, yeah, that's a great idea, Pablo. Let's let's just go ahead and do it. Yeah, let's do it. So it it's a, it's good for for that kind of support to, for a coach to have that kind of support, but it's also not good to just have people just say yes all the time to i mean granted they probably didn't say yes all the time but they mm -hmm. probably didn't feel like they had enough authority to challenge um what pablo was coming up with so for sure we have four new assistant coaches we got oh <laughs> mark lowry so no mark lowry is not an assistant coach he oh sorry excuse me um we got nate miller yep nate miller he comes from um san diego the, yeah san diego the, the usl team that that was um killed off <laughs> um he was an assistant coach there and then we got mirza Harabasic. Harambasic. Harambic. he will be the goalkeeping coach which mirza is uh was the goalkeeping coach for the monarchs yeah which it it's a, this is a really good thing for, for a, us a, a nice little step up right but uh, he's also a really good goalkeeping coach we've we've seen a lot of success from monarch players coming up through i mean he helped with with Gavin. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um. He helped with um. What's his uh? <laughs> what's his Mexican international's face? Oh, uh, Ochoa. Ochoa. Thank you. He helped with the. I'm assuming. So correct us if we're wrong, but I'm assuming he helped with Ochoa because Ochoa came up through the Ma the Monarchs. Definitely. Yeah. I was going to say the Mavericks. The Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got Hamison. Hamisong. We got Olave back with the first team. Um, and then Anthony Polis, um, who Anthony Polis, he was with in Indy 11. Yeah, so uh, Andy Polis was the uh, head coach of oh, Miami. Sorry. Yeah, the head coach of Miami FC, the, the USL. I just say, I call everything USL that second division. <laughs> but it, um, it was a uh, Lowry. Yeah, so Matt, Mark Lowry, who's now the head coach of the Monarchs, was uh, the head coach of Indy mm -hmm. and El Paso. That's that's where I was getting confused. So I, I was talking about a former RSL player who I, former Colum Colombian player who I think maybe might come back to RSL, Sebastian Velasquez. You think so? Because he currently plays for Indianapolis. Uh -huh. It would make sense. Wouldn't it? Why does it make sense? Why does it make sense to you? Because, like, like think of the whole aspect of who Velasquez is now. Yeah. How old is he? Thirty-two. Why would we bring back a thirty-two-year-old USL player to play for the first team? I don't think thirty-two is that much old. That that, that old. I don't know. In, in my mind, I was like, that'd be kind of cool. That. Sentimental wise, yes. sentimental. Why not? We we brought back Olave. We bring back, bring but Olave is a coach, not a player. But <laughs> I mean, what, what what are your thoughts overall on these these four coaches? So this this is the thought that I put out on on Twitter when I, someone was asking why. What's the huge hype about this? The hype about this is the previous assistant coaches were only assistant coaches in their whole career. Yeah. They were nothing else. So they never they, they never were the head coach. They never had to make the, the decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I know that Nate Miller was was not a um, a head coach. He's an assistant coach. So yeah. barring that and barring Mirza, um, what's his bucket? Pulis was a head coach. He so he knows how to make those those game game time decisions. He knows how to make those tough decisions. Yeah, Hamison comes from a head coaching spot he was the head coach of the monarchs yeah so he knows how what what style of play he wants to play he has head coaching experience so this was i think what the front office was looking for when they were talking about people that um could challenge pablo um yeah and not to challenge him for his job no but to challenge him to think a little bit deeper a little uh, differently and you look at each of these coaches they kind of all played a different position because obviously hamison was one of the best defenders so like you said each of them were because them were former head coaches but the one part i was kind of hesitant all of them do come from the usl or the mls next pro so i'm like eh, they don't have like that mls experience but with them being head coaches i think that will just be 
another step to help Pablo and the staff. My my hope is with the these assistants is that with their head coaching experience, uh, some of their head coaching experience, that they will challenge Pablo in in, in uh, with strategy, with uh, with formations, with how to present a team, with how to how to develop a team. I think having all that would hopefully bring out more of the team, bring out more success, um, more development. Because I was thinking with um, with Matt Lowry as Mark. Matt, isn't Matt Lowry uh, wasn't he on the Today Show? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, names are not my uh, strength. So Mark Lowry, um, with his experience as Indy and El Paso, who else passed through El Paso? That would be Luna. So if if uh, Lowry, this is me without looking it up. Okay. If Lowry was head coach at the same time as Luna was playing, I think that we could be seeing more, um, hopefully, hopefully seeing more um, development of Monarchs players to maybe come up to the first team with um, Lowry as the coach. Could that mean more Gozo, more, more well, Axel Kai? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. If if that happens, then maybe we can be be forcing the issue of let's get these academy Monarch players more first team minutes so that way they can develop. You know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all because we've been using like the Monarchs using this academy, but uh -huh. not for the right purpose at all. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the first. I guess first thing that needed to happen because coaches are important. Next, let's get some DP players, and then after we get some DP, players, let's get let's get this jersey. <laughs> oh, you you're worried about the jersey? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we got a new jersey that's coming in in a couple of weeks. Do you know something that I don't? No, like I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's in a couple of weeks. Here I am, like I have my own mini Tom. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying I'm hoping it's in a couple ah, weeks. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so yeah, these, uh, this is really uh, exciting. I, I think. I'm, I'm excited. It, it's it's going to be a definitely a big change going from three coaches to four, mm -hmm. but we see it all, obviously outside the U.S., in e EPL. In yeah, the there's, there's a lot of uh, teams with three assistants and a goalkeeping coach. Yeah. So, as, as it should be. As it should be. Well, I say three when it's actually, let's see, Pablo... Oh yeah, there's three. I don't know why I was counting Mark as a as another assistant. He's no, no, it, it, it's three assistants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're starting to confuse me. No, um, but yeah, so that's that's really good news to to have. Do we have yeah. any other good news? Um, what else did you have on your list of good good things to talk about? Because I I totally forgot. Where's your phone? I think that was mostly it, my friend. Was it? Nah. Either we didn't really go into depth. I don't know. Sometimes we just like, get talking and talking and talking. What else did you say? Wow. We did get to all of that. Wow, that's a, that's a miracle. Um, I guess one fact that I was going to share when it came to the, those four players. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't. Share me that fact. That, that fun fact for you guys. So the last time that we had Musaski, Rubin, Krylak, and Saba all play in the same game, whether starting or coming off the bench we have to go back to may 27th wow against uh on the road against minnesota huh so that just that's a, that's crazy that's crazy that we actually had all four of those players involved in the same game yeah so like we would have like games where we're like three of them would play but then like sava would be away or krylock didn't play at all uh -huh. but the last time that all four played at the same time coming off the bench or whatever back may 27th um that's uh that tells you how big of an impact these these players have. Mm -hmm. um, so, Tom, get us some info. Yeah, yeah, Tom, if you're watching, does, does Tom watch us? Tom, watch us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're we're glad we're glad we're back, you guys. Um, MLS season is just around around the corner. We got we're almost like. 50 days? We're about 50 days from first game of the season? In no, Miami. no less. I, oh, I'm going to put out a countdown. We're going to put down a countdown. We're less than 50 days from RSL, playing Miami, playing Busquets, playing Alba, and hopefully the debut of Suarez. Yeah. Oh, man. Seeing Suarez. I need to ask you, what jersey are you going to wear uh, to Miami? TBD. 
like, there's plenty of I, I don't want to be that rsl fan wearing a miami jersey it's gonna probably i'm gonna be wearing multiple jerseys <laughs> let's get real it's gonna be argentina rsl and then at the very bottom like the last one will be miami um yeah so it's gonna be first you're gonna put on i'm gonna put on miami second <laughs> i'm gonna put on argentina third i'm gonna put on rsl so the top jersey is gonna be rsl okay good i was kind of worried that you're gonna be that RSL. No, that's why I said first is going to be Miami jersey. Um, so that way... No, pretty much whoever scores, then I rip that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so if Messi scores, you rip off the RSL one. Yeah, yeah. And then you put it back on. Yeah, yeah. If RSL scores, you leave that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then at the very end, to get autographs, you pull off the top two. You pull off the top two. You pull off the top two. Ooh, so we're going to get crap for this. <sighs> Don't give us crap, guys. We're we're just soccer fans. We're just we're just we're just loving that. We're we're first RSL fans, hence why it's on top. Second, we're Argentina fans, because it's in the blood. We we never told people. We got two thousand six signatures, guys. We have our two thousand six flag here. We decided to change the background, and then we, we we got we got Jason Christ up there. There he is, Jason Christ. We got Jason Christ up there. So, um, ooh, maybe that, that'd be a thing. What is your oldest signed R RSL memorabilia? We, we want to see that. So let us know, you guys, when we post this, that your oldest signed memorabilia that you have, whether it be from Brian Dunseth, um, um, Jay Nolly, Kenny Cutler. Like I'm trying to think it's old. Who are some old old players? DJ Countess. DJ Countess. Um, Nelson Aquari. Nelson Aquari. Like, we want to see your old Tiger Fitzgerald. Tiger Fitzgerald. <laughs> we want to see some of the oldest retro RSL stuff that you have, vintage, and then the oldest one wins. <laughs> oldest what? What do they win? I don't know. It's bragging rights. <laughs> like that, that's just kind of cool. Like we got like some of these players. I'm looking like I don't even remember them playing. Yeah. Um. Also. Did you have some plugs to put in for uh, some uh, pickup soccer? Oh, yeah. So if you guys haven't been all already, head over to Kaye every Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. It just costs $10 so to come play some pickup soccer. Um, I think it's only 20 people are allowed, so make sure you RSVP. Um, head over to the Kaye Instagram page so you can RSVP the day you want to go. I will. I, I Unfortunately, I missed this wednesday uh, I, I forgot to rsvp <laughs> so i will try this coming wednesday so every wednesday um in the month of january make sure you rsvp ten dollars so it'll be fun gotta got it's, it's a good good court to play on in kaye i haven't been yeah we'll have to bring alan to kaye one of these times he's never been there it's true um, but we're back you guys soccer season is just right on the ground the corner preseason is literally one month away till RSL is playing in Portugal. That's, is that crazy to believe? That's nuts. Yeah. But thank heavens because I'm starting to get bored. Yeah, right? Because I'm like, it's, it's Saturday and there's literally no games to watch today. Yep. There's nothing. But but, it, it, on top of that, it's a Saturday where there's no, there's no league games to watch. Yeah, right? It's it's all Copa del Rey, uh, FA Cup, um, Coupe de France. Coupe de France. Coupe de France. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so but, nothing. If you guys are not already, make sure you guys head over to the Instagram, the Twitter, um, and give us a, a follow on there. Likewise, we, we forgot to mention, in about two weeks or close about the end of the month, we will be doing a giveaway. So Ooh. if you guys are not following, um, you guys won't win the, the giveaway. Yeah. So the only way you guys can win these giveaways, this giveaway coming up, is if you are following us on the Instagram and the Twitter. So make sure you guys are doing those things. And likewise, catch us on Spotify and Apple on the go. And YouTube, and to, YouTube to, and to see our background. YouTube, so you guys can subscribe. <laughs> Perfect. Um, glad I'm back. I'm glad you're back. Oh, see cool. you guys later. Catch you guys. Bye. Ciao.